Hi, everybody. Welcome to Humane Voices. Um, we're excited to be back here and talking about these incredible beagles again. I know we've talked about it before on the podcast, but it's such a huge news story. Um, we thought people might want another quick update. You know, these dogs have been all over the place. They are they are going all around the country via our amazing partners, our shelter network. Um, and this they've been, you know, on the cover of the New York Times. They've been on CNN. They've been on the BBC. They've been on Reuters, Good Morning America, CBS Morning News. The list goes on and on. Uh, these beagles are just the, the news of the day um, going out there doing their beagly thing. Every time I see their footage, I'm just like so overjoyed. And our video team has captured so much great stuff with them just romping. And it's it's so delightful to think about the lives they will have now because of this because of this uh, this response um, and in comparison to what they would have been facing. So, um, Kelly, what do you think about this whole thing? I agree on all points, Carrie. And just for in case someone has been living under a rock or <laughs> tuned into any of these news sources, um, I want to mention right from the beginning that the best resource for all uh, all of your beagle questions or information is humanesociety.org slash 4000 beagles. You're going to hear from some of our colleagues uh, in a minute, but for our shelter and rescue partners on this beagle project, bringing in animals from a newsworthy case, a big case like this one, it often leads to more visits at the shelter, a bump in adoptions, uh, not only for the rescued animals, but for a lot of worthy animals. So it really can result in more foster homes, donations, and visibility for the shelters to benefit all of the animals in their care, which, of course, is great. Yeah, it's incredibly exciting, Kelly. I mean, like, I, I think that I think all of us here at the Humane Society just have incredible gratitude to our shelter partners for taking on this project with us because, you know... Close to 4,000 dogs is just a tremendous amount of animals. And it's, it's also happening during one of the busiest seasons for shelters and rescues. You know, we've got a lot of places out there that are already sort of handling a large number of animals and they've made, they've made this work. They've, they've brought these animals in and are getting them homes. And, you know, we've seen this over and over in the time that we've been working with shelters is sometimes when a case ends up in the national media or even the local media, so many people come into the shelter sort of wanting to adopt those particular animals and, you know, they end up getting maybe someone they didn't expect. Um, so I'm hoping that, that we'll find at the end of all this that not only have 4,000 beagles found new homes, but a bunch of other sort of beagle beagle uh, beagle associates <laughs> have gone home as well. Yeah, it really, it truly is a, uh, you know, lemonade out of lemons. I mean, from a sad situation, there's communities that are not only... Uh, learning about these, uh, the beagles plight, but all sorts of animals that are in their community and ready for adoption. So it's just really great to see the community and our shelter uh, partners respond to this. And, you know, the irony of the breeding facility being cited for animal welfare violations is that regardless of how these animals were treated at that facility, most of the dogs bred were ultimately destined for a life of pain and suffering and isolation. And had this series of events not occurred, most of the beagles really would have ultimately been sold as test lab, lab subjects. So while these 4,000 beagles were spared this fate, um, other breeding facilities continue to breed animals to be used as test subjects. Yeah, it it really is pretty incredible thinking about that. Um, you know, the numbers that are still involved. And, you know, it's from what we understand, it's about an average of 60,000 dogs that are sort of just like these beagles are used in laboratories um, owned by the government, by private industry, universities, other institutions every year. Um, and at any given time, you've got about, about 
30,000 dogs in breeding facilities like the ones these dogs came from that supply the labs. And so it's pretty incredible to consider that even with what these dogs have endured already, those 4,000 beagles that we're removing are are the lucky ones. And we are not even sort of getting into in any depth the number of animals who are impacted by this who are not like not dogs, right? I mean, dogs are dogs are one of those. um, I mean, so many people identify with dogs, but there are you know, millions of other animals who are who are used in animal testing, um, something around 50 million um, that are not including, you know, primates, cats, rabbits, guinea pigs, mice and rats. And some of them we can't even count because some of them like mice and rats and reptiles and such aren't even sort of counted because they're they're just they're not counted. You know, we we, we don't have an accurate count of how many animals are being impacted by this. Yeah. And so I think uh, it'd be really helpful. We're going to, you know, talk to some of our colleagues who are actually out in the field and working on this project, uh, chatted with them a few days ago. And those colleagues we're going to hear from to share a little bit with us are Kirsten Peak and Katie DeMint uh, with basically the latest updates for us. I'm Kirsten Peake. I am the Media Relations Manager with the Humane Society of the United States. Um, we have here one of the approximately 230 dogs we removed from Invigo yesterday in the batch that took us across the threshold of 2,000 um, removed from the facility. So we're at we're, we're just over the halfway point um, in our operation to remove approximately 4,000 dogs from Invigo, which was breeding these guys to be used, um, well, sold to laboratories and used as testing subjects. So they've gone from what would have been a life of suffering in a laboratory to uh, getting ready for dinner here on their layover before they go to rescue and shelter partners to find loving homes and spend the rest of their lives hopefully getting some good snuggles on couches, learning to walk on leashes, um, and having a family of their own and a name of their own. Yeah, we've got full doses of puppy breath happening. I mean, making a game out of everything. As soon as we got them off the transport yesterday when these guys came in, you know, they just start bounding around, playing with their litter mates, you know, making a game out of everything. Um, you know, kind of getting to know being held by people for probably one of the first times. Um, and so really having the experience of getting comfortable. They are still getting used to their surroundings. They're still getting used to people, I think. Um, you know, they're a little cautious at first and then they start wiggling their tails and, you know, warming up to us. And and then next thing you know, these puppies are jumping into our arms and, you know, tackling your shoelaces and and just just becoming sweet, sweet puppies. And you would have never known the the place they came from and where they were headed if if you didn't know. All of these guys, they're here on a little layover with us at our care and rehabilitation center, um, but they're all gonna be distributed to shelter and rescue partners within the next couple of days. Um, 
So all approximately 4,000 dogs are going to be up for adoption. Um, as of right now, you know, adoptions have already started from some of the first ones we removed just a couple weeks ago. And so it's been really, really heartwarming to see the, these dogs already settling into homes um, and, and getting named and getting, you know, a taste, a taste of the good life with, with their new families. Um, a lot of our shelter and rescue partners have told us that they are getting more more interest in the dogs than they have dogs to go around, which is a really, really good problem for a shelter to have. And I think one of our rescue partners coined the term beagle collateral. So they were saying that people who come in to look for a beagle, um, you know, might fall in love with a dog who is from their own community who they already had in the shelter. And so hopefully this this leads to more adoptions even for for dogs who weren't necessarily, you know, associated with this operation at all. By the end of this, we will have these pups distributed to probably about a hundred uh, shelter and rescue organizations around the country. So from coast to coast, um, a lot of organizations are stepping up and lending a hand uh, and opening their doors to, to these pups. I think this this operation has touched a lot of people's hearts and so many people are, you know, I think asking themselves like, could I welcome a new family member? Like, and, and just wanting to help these dogs. So it's been really, really heartwarming. If you're interested in adopting, you can go to our website at humanesociety.org backslash 4,000 beagles. We are listing all of our shelter and rescue partners that are taking in beagles from this operation as they have beagles in hand. Um, so people can reach out to the shelter closest to them um, and see see if they're accepting applications for, for the beagles. My name is Katie DeMent and I'm the senior manager of Animal Care. You know, it's quite interesting. Um, the group, uh, Josephine here and the rest of the beagles that we have currently they, they arrived last night, um, so it was a long, stressful day for them. Initially, when they got off the transport vehicle, they were pretty nervous. Um, it's amazing to see how quickly they settled in, in less than 24 hours. Um, usually about, I would say, in the first 24 to 48 hours, we start to see their individual personalities come out. Um, some might be a little bit more shy and reserved, and others might be right up in your face wanting attention and affection right away. So yeah, we see a, a, a broad range of um, different personalities in these guys. It's the first for, for a lot. First, first of new smells, new textures, new food, new treats. First time being introduced to toys. Um, it's really cool to see them start to investigate the toy. They're like, what's this? I've never seen this before and it's almost like a natural instinct they have. They pick it right up and they're like, oh, I know what to do with this. So it's a, it's a, really, it's a really cool thing to see. 4,000 is a lot. Uh, like you said, we're halfway there. Um, it's been a lot of work, a lot of moving pieces, but for the number of animals that, that we're helping right now, it's, it's, it's going pretty well. Um, a lot of these beagles are at our transfer partners spread across the United States. Some I have seen have already made it into 
homes, which is wonderful to see. So yeah, I would say it's, it's going pretty well. They're pretty social. They, um, they're very friendly dogs. So these dogs in particular, some of the most social dogs that I've ever met. It's, it's amazing to see the resiliency of these dogs. Not even the puppies, but the adult dogs. The adult dogs that have spent seven, eight, nine years of their entire lives never leaving that property. Um, and it's amazing to see how resilient they are and watch their personalities come out. They are very social dogs. They are very affectionate. Um, all, all around, just well-rounded, great dogs. I've, I've never done anything like this as uh, none of us have. It's, um, it's one of the biggest missions I think all of us have been a part of and it's very rewarding. It's to see them finding homes and seeing that journey and being a part of that is very rewarding. Thank you so much to Kirsten and Katie and to all our team and all of the different shelters and rescues who are helping with this incredible project. Remember, go online for Beagle questions and updates at humanesociety.org slash 4000beagles. And we'll see you next time on Humane Voices. Humane Voices.